up, Gems? What's up, gents? It's Natima Sheree, Queen Pen of Diamond Riders and TGI on this wonderful Wednesday, W-I-N-S day. Uh, I know tonight I was supposed to have um, screenwriter Shamit Cook on. Unfortunately, he did have a family emergency, so please be sure to send him some love, some good thoughts, good vibes um, as he works through that. We will reschedule him at his earliest convenience, but I was able to pull together my diamonds and they are here tonight to discuss pressure. Before we get started, though, I just want to shout out a couple of people, send out some love and some shine, certainly starting with Colleen Diana, one of our transparent gems who will be releasing her newest book, her sophomore book, on the 22nd of October. Super excited for her. Y'all make sure y'all go follow her at Colleen Diana. Get on that Facebook page, drop some green hearts, drop some diamonds, and show her lots of love. We are so proud of her. I um, also want to send some love to my own diamonds who are working on their book, Mommy Duty Never Ends. I'm on a live broadcast. Bye. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Motherhood, I swear. Okay, good job. Go. Um, anyway, I got some of my diamonds with me tonight. We're going to shine and talk about pressure. So let me bring out my first guest. Where is Miss Jessica? Jessica Newman, the culture keeper. Hello. Hey, how are how, you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> girl, did you just see my whole mommy moment? Yes, girl. You have to lock the door. That's what I had to do. Is, is it pressure or not? This, all the time 360 this is the pressure i'm talking about like oh my gosh it is never a dull moment when you are trying to find the balance between purpose and parenting it is the struggle is real the struggle is real. but anyway there's no happy balance no. girl but please please really quick introduce yourself you are new to the platform i mean i think they met you during the virtual book release, but they really didn't get to know you as our culture keeper. So please take a moment, introduce yourself. Well, good evening, everyone. My name is Jessica Newman. I am the culture keeper of the Diamond Riders. Yes, I love my title. Um, <laughs> I am not only an author, but I'm a teacher, a mother, wife, and just all around best friend to everyone. Um, yes, I try to keep part. it together. Uh, just like our title of the show is pressure pressure is always around me so all i can do is keep pushing forward and pushing through it but i'm glad i'm here tonight so that we can get in deep and really get mm -hmm. to the nitty-gritty of you know how we all get through the pressure so i'm excited yeah, yeah. and i can't wait to uh, hear what everyone else has to say about it well, thank you so much for joining us. And I see you got Beneath the Crown right there in the corner. Yes, real look, shameless plug. Come on, y'all. If you don't have your copy, get that. Get that. Don't wait for our next can, book to can drop. You hear me now? Can you hear me now? Right. It's, they hear you now. Well, thank you, Jessica, for joining me. I really appreciate you being on tonight. I'm gonna bring out our other guests so we can jump right in. Where is the MV pen? Where is Miss Mel V? Let me Here I go. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey there. It's Wednesday. Take a sip. We wine it there. It's Wednesday. Look, my water pretending to turn. Oh, you, glass. you got your glass like me. I got this. This you gifted this to me. You I know that's why I was like, you you use that one today. Queen pen. I use this one every every episode. 
Every episode. That's the one I got right there, right there. I see you looking good in your pink. We are shining in pink all October long. It's a double plug. It's a pink, and we got to promote Truth Hurts. You know, I got to. That part. Truth Hurts. <laughs> that part. Yes. Returning um in November, by the way. Returning in November. Returning in November. So y'all Listen, I know they know you, but take a moment. Introduce yourself for our new followers, new subscribers, new listeners. Absolutely. Hey, y'all. This is Mel V, the MV Penn, the vice president for the Diamond Riders. Um, you know, host of Truth Hurts on the Hustle and Shine podcast. Um, but you're mostly all, you know, you know me. Y'all seen this face before, so no intro, no, no too much intro needed. Right, exactly. Just look, just just hit a replay on one of the older episodes. Y'all know who she is. Okay. Well, thanks so much for jumping on. Absolutely. Thanks for having me being here tonight. Uh, we got two more folks that we're going to bring out, and then we're going to jump all up in. Where's our newbie? We got a newbie on the team. Where's Miss Danielle? Hey, Danielle. You got to hey, unmute ladies. Hi. Loving I'm you. I'm so excited. <laughs> My Welcome. first show. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you so much for jumping on. So, again, you are our newbie. You have to introduce yourself. Let everybody know who you are. Well, my name's Danielle, but I'm the Diamond Rider Shine supporter. Um, excited to be here tonight, my first show, and ready to get into it. Pressure made. That part. Pressure made. Well, welcome. We're so <laughs> glad to have you. You are the, the Shine specialist, Shine supporter. You are our Globe Report editor. Like, you are Miss All Things, okay? So, welcome again. And then last but certainly not least, we have one of our veterans, one of our gym favorites. She has been on the Hustle & Shine show quite a few times and always come ready with the gyms. Miss Tiffany, AKA the Phoenix. Hey, Cuzzo, you look good in that pink, girl. Hey, everybody, how are you? Yes, I'm hoping to be back here for season two. Yes, welcome. Again, I know they met you in season one, but please take a moment, introduce yourself, let the gyms and gyms know who you are. Okay, I am Tiffany Matthias. I am one true one true phoenix. I'm one underscore true phoenix on Instagram. And I am the director of Northeast Operations for Everything Diamond Riders. I'm loving these new titles. Yes, y'all got me super hyped. I'm so glad. Listen, again, gems, gents, we are in our pink tonight because we are shining in pink all month long in support of breast cancer awareness. We want to send love to every survivor, every family member of a survivor. That is not an easy experience. And so we honor your strength and we celebrate you. We stand with you. There is power in pink. And so we are in pink. Ladies, we have a really dope show. But before we get started, as always, we have to jump in the comments and show love to our gems and our diamonds that are supporting us tonight. So I'm going to jump over in the comments. Oh, we got our sister, Michelle. Hey, Shell Mac. Much love to you, sis. Thank you for being on. She says, hey, culture keeper. <laughs> My good girlfriend from um, from high school, Miss Ari. What's up, girl? She says, hey, ladies. Hey, beautiful. Our diamond sister, Daisha, is on tonight. Hey, Daisha. Now, I don't know this person. Who's MCM? Somebody, hey, Jessica. That's my friend, Melissa. 
Hey, friend. Welcome, Jim. Thank you so much for joining. Michelle says we are shining in pink. Yes, we are, sis. You already know. And then there's somebody here with some love for Danielle. <laughs> That's Danielle, my sister from another. Hey, sis. Welcome, Jim. <laughs> Thank you so much for dropping on. Oh, look at our boo, Vanetta. Think of one of our shining diamonds. Hey, Vanetta. And then we got some love from a Facebook user that says, hey, Diamond Sisters. Hi, Diamond Sisters. Hi. Come hey. on, y'all. Y'all supposed to be saying hi back. These people drop us <laughs> love. So Hello. Everybody, How you doing? We are talking pressure. We as diamonds, we know all about the pressure, right? No pressure, no diamonds. Um, but I really want to chat about the different ways that pressure shows up in our lives, whether in entrepreneurship, motherhood, our careers, writing. There is a lot of pressure when we're writing, right? I really wanna talk about all of those different elements and how pressure shows up. And I said this in the uh, caption or the bio of this episode that for a lot of people, pressure is a burden. It's a negative um, experience, but for us, we look at it as a positive force and a motivation to really show up for ourselves and to show up for those in our lives. And so I really want to focus more on that, not really talking about the negative things that pressure can do or the results of pressure for some, but I want to talk about the pressure as a diamond, how we use it to really make things happen. Um, so the first thing I want to do is I want to talk about um, the pressure of purpose. Like when you know what you're called to, first of all, you know that you're called, right? Because there's a lot of people who say, oh, I'm called to do this and I'm called to do that and really are still discovering that. But when you know what you're called to and you know that you're called, there is an immediate pressure that comes with that. Um, and I like to call that the pressure of purpose. So I'm gonna come to you first, Mel. Talk to us about the pressure of purpose. <sighs> Listen, <laughs> it's a deep breath to me, <laughs> right? Because I mean, that one is the heavy one because that purpose, like that, that pressure from that purpose comes from it. Come that pressure comes from so many ways, so many different areas. Like you get when you're really trying to walk in purpose, you got the people over here that don't understand what that means, so they get all this pressure. Like, why are you always busy? Why are you don't have time? Why are you doing that? Why you gotta do this? And it's like, listen, because I, I, I've, I've figured out my purpose. I gotta, I gotta do this. So you gotta either get on board or you gotta get going. But then just, just the walking in your purpose in itself, the stumbling blocks, the, the doubt, the questions, cause it doesn't, just because you figured out what your purpose is, doesn't mm -hmm. mean that it's just like smooth. Like, all right, I figured it out. Everything's gonna be great. We gonna hop down this yellow brick road and we gonna get to the wizard. It don't work like that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So. When you're when you walking in that purpose, like you hitting these roadblocks, you start doubting yourself, you do something, you feel like, well, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Why is it not working? Why is it mm -hmm. not, you know, going the way that I want it to go? Why are more people not receptive? Why am I not, you know, why am I not getting the money? Like you start going through all of this stuff and it's like, it takes money to keep this stuff going. It takes energy, it takes time and you be drained. And it's like, you just, it's like the more, the more you push, it feel like the, the more pressure gets pushed on your back. Yeah. And it's that yeah. walking in purpose. It's easy to just to be flighty. Mm -hmm. 
it's mm-hmm. real easy to be flighty and just be like, oh, it didn't work. All right, I'm done. I'm going to do something else. I'm leaving. I'm out. It's yeah. it's a lot to really know that you're called and know your mm-hmm. purpose and be like, I'm mm-hmm. going to take this out no matter what the naysayers say, no matter what the haters say, no matter what my family say, my friends say, my spouse says, like this, I'm clear and I got to do this. And that sometimes that that pressure, that pressure can bust pipes if you don't really know how to manage it too well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Yeah. And if you don't have the mentality to look at it through a lens of this is an opportunity, right? This is not oppression. This is not a burden. This is an opportunity. Um, and you said two things that that prompted two thoughts in me is one, accountability comes from pressure, right? Because you're you're thinking, I know that I'm walking in purpose. I can't do things I used to do. I can't be around certain people. I can't act a certain way no more because there's now this alignment of you know me recognizing my purpose and then choosing to walk in it. Um, the other thing I notice is people who really not in their true purpose, they don't feel no pressure because it's not yours. You know what I mean? When you out here walking in somebody else's purpose or you out here faking it or this is your full calling, you're not going to feel authentic pressure because it's not an authentic walk. It's not an authentic calling. It's not an authentic pull. You know what I'm saying? And that's one thing I can all, and it's again, not to judge nobody. Listen, you want to be out here faking and missing out on your real life? That's on you. But I want what's for me. And when yeah. you choose to go after what's for you, there is an immediate amount of pressure that says, well, then here's what, you know, here's what's going to shape you. Here's what's going to mold you. So Danielle, I hear you say a minute. I'll come to you. <laughs> I, I heard you over there. Come on, Deaconess. Uh, yeah. Pressure <laughs> I mean, just like you and I discussed on a call this week, you know, when those, those obstacles or that pressure starts kind of pressing down on you and you feel this weight, I always say, or my mindset, because I really feel like it's about mindset, has always been like, I got to get through this because there is something on the other side of this that is preparing me, that's going to help me in my in my self-discovery, in my path, in my purpose. So, I, you know, I've always felt that um, not giving into it, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. learning from it and appreciating it. And it's just having that open mind uh, approach to it makes all the mm-hmm. difference. Absolutely. I agree. Jessica, I'm going to come over to you. That pressure of purpose. Mm. I think for me, it's more so of that inner pressure. Like the battles I fight in myself. Like, is this really what you want me to do, God? Should I really do this? You know, what are other people going to think? I step out on faith. Do I trust you? Do I put it all out there? Uh, So I think that's what I fight with a lot. Um, It's one thing to accept what you're called to do, but to actually believe it and see it going through. So we put ourselves in positions of, yeah, I can do it. I can do it. I know I can. But then you always self-doubt. Like, do I really think I can do this? And where that pressure comes from. So I'm not so worried about what other people are going to say. I'm worried about what my inner voice is telling me. You know, that's why wow. And I overcome that small, tiny voice. Like, you know you can't do this. You know, mm. I speak louder than that, that little person on my shoulder and know that mm. you are. 
this is what God has prepared you for, and He's placed you right here, right now, at the right time to pull you through. So that's what I I fight with that that constant pressure of my own my own inner voice. Wow, the self-imposed pressure. That's that's a whole nother episode. Wow. Tiff, I'm gonna come to you, I'm gonna come to the Phoenix, jump in on this, that you know, that that pressure that comes with knowing and walking in your purpose. Well, when you're walking in your purpose and the pressure that comes with that, first of all, when something is yours, this is what your anointing is, this is what you're supposed to do. This message was delivered just to you. And the pressure comes from the outsiders who don't understand what it is that you're doing. Like being a part of the Diamond Riders and living in my purpose, I'm, I'm not doing it for the financial gain. You know, the out, it's all volunteer work. Like I'm not being paid to, you know, per word I type or the number of books I sell or the number of speaking engagements I show up for yet. But the point of the matter is I'm doing it because this is my purpose. This is my mission and I'm not doing it for the financial gain. So trying to get people to understand that is, you know, one thing in itself. And, you know, you got to tell them this was a private conversation between me and the most high. Y'all weren't invited to this call. So just watch <laughs> that part. That part. That is so good, Kazo, because there's so many who make the mistake of chasing profit and not the fulfillment of purpose. When really, when you walk in purpose, God is going to provide. The vision will come with provision if you do it the way that he says, but there's so many people who get hung up on, well, I need to make money and I, listen, okay, this is a truth moment. Diamonds made zero money for two years, okay? It was it was constant outgoing. We was, look, I was constantly spending and there wasn't money coming in. But when you see where God is positioning us now, I'm like, okay, everything I invested in year one and two, is so worth what is about to happen in year three, four, 20, and 35. Because what I can see, and I'm not even just talking see as a visionary, I'm talking what I see in emails and invitations and connections and network opportunities. It's like, okay, this is why the first two years had to go the way it did. This is why I had to sow in tears and so financially and so in time and energy because what God is doing now, faithful over a few things, you have to be faithful over a few things. Everybody tell my Lord, enlarge my territory. God, give me more. What have you done with what you got now? Okay. You fall okay. under pressure. I'm talking turned into a, a cheap lawn chair from a little bit of pressure. <laughs> like this much pressure. And you like, Jesus, I can't. can't it's too it. much. I can't. And, and you so abandoning you the people that, that you called. To say, Come on, Danielle. Listen, and so first I, you, just, you lit a fire in me just now. Like, no, nah, y'all don't know about this thing. This is between I want you to get out of my head. I want you to get out of my head because I was sitting over here saying, like, you know, we'd be good on our little little slogans. And I was over here, I was like, the pressure, the pressure and purpose is the patience. Cause that that'd be it. It'd be that okay. But in like across the board, like that the pressure in your purpose is the patience that we be we so microwave come on and it's like no you gotta wait and sometimes sometimes the wait is to find out what your purpose is 
right? Yeah. We, be so, we be so quick to want to find our purpose. What's my purpose? Well, she done found her purpose and she doing this and oh, oh, well, and then you, well, you, the you done made up a purpose. <laughs> tag me back in mail, please. Tag me oh, back in. Look, look, look. <laughs> what statement I'm going to tag you? Like, no, you be making up a purpose. You be over here like, you be like, oh, I, I like, I could, I like colors. Oh, my purpose is, th no, that's not it. No. <laughs> no. Oh, I like shopping. No. My purpose is to be a, no, because the stuff you shop for is not cute. So that's not your purpose. <laughs> but like, we be so quick to like, want to rush past, just wait. Let him tell you just what wait. your purpose is and then let your purpose manifest itself to where it's supposed to be. Stop. It's not for you. So I, I, I listened to a, 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 a a sermon the other day and, and the pastor said there's things that are for, there are things that God has done and has told you to do mm -hmm. and then there are things that you can't do and you mm -hmm. need to let him do and the mm -hmm. more you try to do it the further away you are from your destination he was like you ever be in the GPS and the GPS be like you have arrived and you be like but I don't see it so you keep going mm -hmm. and so it's like, oh, mm -hmm. stop <laughs> that's good that's, wait that's on it, it. You keep pushing and pushing and pushing and you pushing yourself further away from the destination you was already at. If you would have just stopped right there, been a little patient and waited. Come on, patience. I tag you back in. Okay. <laughs> look, because look, I almost jumped through the screen on you. This is the thing. There is such a beautiful experience when you are patient. And one of the things that my VP taught me, the VP of the Diamonds taught me, just because you're good at it don't mean it's your purpose. And so I had to let go of a lot of stuff that I was good at to wait for God to say, no, no, this is your purpose. Because y'all know I've had multiple failed businesses. Okay. I've had Magenta. I've had About Her Business. I've had, look, the list goes on because I was trying to make things happen out of what I was good at. And God was like, that ain't even what you called to do. None of that is a part of this. And here's the second thing about being patient. And I'm going to go to one of the guests one of my other diamonds some of us don't even want to study under somebody else we want to be the leader right away we want to be up front right away we don't want to study and learn and glean from somebody who's actually doing it and this is where we miss one the opportunity to learn and serve and develop a servant leader's heart and a servant leader disposition. But then we also miss the opportunity for those networks and those connections and the things that that person can birth for you. Because sometimes you gonna find your purpose serving somebody else. Ask Charlemagne, who was he working for? Wendy Williams? He has what right now? Number one radio show in the, I'm just, look, Y'all ain't got, listen, Diamond Riders, we still small. Come back in, in two years when we when we mega and we're going to be saying the same thing. Learn how to study under somebody else. Learn how to serve and learn. Wait your turn. You ain't just because you know your purpose. Don't run to the front with it because it, it has to mature. You got to put some blood on that thing. You got to put some experience behind that thing for people to take you seriously. So, yeah, I just wanted to get that out because that... Mel said something. I almost jumped, girl. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna come back to you, Jessica. Go ahead. Um, I think another thing is a learning obedience. You know, being obedient, not just to the purpose, but 
being obedient and following the course and saying, God, I'm trusting you do this and I'm going to take said, you know, even if it means serving under someone or if it means walking back or waiting that extra year to get that more experience, being obedient and being okay with it, you know, taking that time to mature and grow so that when you step out in front, you're you're ready. You're you're mm-hmm. full of you have all the knowledge, and not all the knowledge, but you have enough knowledge to carry you through. That now yeah. you can, can continue to serve and guide other women, men, or whoever it is that you're serving, you know, to get them into another position. Because I don't think that the purpose is just for you to be great, it's for you to share with others so that they can be great. That part. So, that's what, you know, you gotta just, no matter what, it's tough. The Lord knows it gets tough. Every day I go to work and like, God, you sure you want me to be here? That. <laughs> you sure it's this place you want me to be? But, and know that what I've spoken already, that he's going to make it manifest. So I need to wait my time. Mm-hmm. That is so good. That wait is the time to hear. Yes. Exactly. Definitely. I just also want to add that a lot of times when people don't want to wait, they want to jump, you know, ahead and they want to, it's the ego. That's the ego that's leading them. Like when you are really walking in purpose or doing work that's within your purpose, you don't need to rush it. Everything, every, the footsteps actually just fall as they're supposed to. So there's no need for you to run to the front or be like, you know, um, I should be, I should be doing this, that, next, and another. Because truth be told, when the team of first, what, a year and a half ago was talking about leadership roles, I was like, I'm a born leader. I know she calling me. And I didn't get called. And for like a hot second, I was like, what these girls, you know what? First of all, I didn't even have the mental bandwidth to take on a leadership role at that time. But I was sitting there almost sour that I wasn't called upon to be. So then when I did, it came completely out of left field. I was just sitting here just doing what it is that I do. And that's when she was like, now you ready to be a leader. So you got, it's all about the patience. It's not when you want it, it's when it's meant to be. That's so good. Go ahead, Danielle. I was just gonna say patience in the process, like just to build on what Mel said, like people kind of see what other people have going on and have the same expectation right away and not even knowing what that other person's process was to get to that point. It's all about the patience in the process because it's developing you, it's maturing you um, to prepare you for what God has in front of you. But you can go, you can skip right over that part if you're too you know, quick on the fast forward button because you think you want to get to where mm-hmm. you thought you were supposed to be. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it, can get, it can get confusing, you get mm-hmm. misguided, and then you you never walk in your purpose. Mm-hmm. You end up back in the starting hard. line confused. <laughs> you'd, be so, you'd be so scared of the dirt, of the, of the, of the rough part, of the dirt part. I remember I used to, um, a friend of mine used to do construction and like his hands used to be like real rough and callous. And I'd be like, you don't want to take them off? Like, you don't. He was like, no. He was like, I don't. And I'm like, why? He was like, because he was like, these came. He was like, these happened for a reason. He was like, these protect my ha- my hands from what I'm doing. Like for mm-hmm. you, 
it's uncomfortable. And for you, it's like, why do you have that? I'm like, but he's like, but for what I do, it's necessary. Like these calluses are not a burden to me. Like they help me. They make my hands hard and tough so that I can do the work that I need to do. And so uh-huh. we often look at things for other people and we're like, well, why do you want to do that? That's uncomfortable. And I'm like, uh-huh. that's because that's not, it's not for you. Like it's, right. it's uncomfortable for you because it's not what you're supposed to be doing. Right. That part. That part. Because the oil will flow. It's not uncomfortable for you when it's what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. It's not for you. Like, don't worry about why they got this and you don't have that because your calling is. Diff- and the funny thing is, even if you're called to do the same thing, it doesn't mean that you're called to do it the same way. Right. Look different. That's good. Right. It's different. It's all different. We go this. I was like, I was about to do a whole shaming plug for gym class. But I was like, we gonna get into that. I was like, we gonna talk about these gifts and purpose. These gifts, gifts versus purpose, because you know that. That's me. coming. Listen, what she say, y'all? Gym class. Stay gym tuned class. for gym class, y'all. Come on now. You, know I mean? you, you, you <laughs> were talking about what I when me and you had our had our talk, and I had to talk, and I was talking about what you what you good at. Listen, that's a whole nother. We gonna mm. listen, y'all, y'all come back for gym class. You. The MV plan is going to teach. Hold it. Hold it. Listen, but I, I there's something you said, Danielle, and something you said, Mel, um, about trusting the process and then being patient with the process and not skipping steps. And it made me think about, you know, pregnancy and how that works, right? We, we're pregnant for 10 months, so we're carrying the gift for 10 months. And everybody knows, well, at least the parents know, toward the end of that pregnancy, you ready for that thing to get out. You ready to meet your gift. You ready to meet that person. But if we don't follow the proper steps in labor and delivery and we try to jump ahead, we will literally kill ourselves. You can't get you. You can't go to the hospital because you say you ready and then put your feet in the stirrups and start pushing. Your water ain't break yet. <laughs> you ain't dilated yet. But you trying to push. You all your brain vessels. Girl, be done cause the aneurysm or something. <laughs> detrimental to yourself, but that's exactly how you look. You out here trying to manifest purpose one on your own, leaning on your own understanding. You look crazy because you need a doctor to help you with labor and delivery. You need nurses. You need, you know what I'm saying? Like there's there's certain people that's supposed to be involved in your labor and delivery process. But if you out here trying to push and birth this purpose on your own, you can literally destroy yourself. You can self destruct. Let the process flow. I know you excited and you anxious. Let it flow. I have had failed business after business because I kept trying to do it team's way. What I saw, what I wanted, it wasn't until I sat still and waited on God that he birthed all that I have in front of me now. And so it was worth the wait because all that I spent and all the energy and time and tears wasn't worth all of that. I don't even have none of that no more. I could have waited and then just got my hands around this. So I just wanted to share that with somebody. If that's you, you like, God, I know my purpose. I know what God called me to. I'm ready to go. Calm down, sis. It ain't time to push yet. It's not time to push yet. Save that energy for the push. Okay? Y'all hashtag that. Tima said, save that energy for the push. Because it's going to be time to push them. All right, ladies. I want to jump in the comments. We got like 40 comments over here. Let's see who's saying what, and then we're going to jump into the next topic. Look, y'all, Michelle is lighting us up over here, okay? Come she on, Michelle. <laughs> she is tagging everybody like, y'all need to get in on this show. Get in here, get in here, get in here. 
Miriam, hello, beautiful. She says, oh, the patience is key. Yes, sis. Got to have that patience. Got to. This beauty, is it pronounced Shalena? Shalena. Shalena. She says, that's a word, Mel. Shell Mac says, the pressure in your purpose is in your patience. That part. Come on, we need to put that on a T. A okay. Talia says, purpose requires obedience. Hello, Diamond Sister. Wow, we miss you, sis. Absolutely. Daisha says, there's power and patience when you're trying to find your purpose. Come on, y'all. Y'all better be tweeting this. Go ahead and tweet and share that. Make the, let the world know what we're talking about over here. PPP. Okay. Shell Max says, just because you are good at it does not mean that is your purpose. Come on. Mel got me my whole life with that one. <laughs> I'm going to take one more. Talia says, serving is a gift. Everyone ain't built for it. It requires humility. Everyone ain't got it. Come on. That is all fast. Come on, help somebody, Talia. <laughs> That's a word. Yes. Help somebody today. Oh, look, our other diamond sister is here. Hey, Colleen. She says, the word no is a necessity to be obedient. Everything that comes your way don't require you to be a part of it. It don't require a yes. Because sometimes it could be a good idea, but ain't a God idea. And I ain't getting thrown off my square. I'm like, oh, that sounds good, but let me see if that's God. Because I didn't put myself through enough stuff. <laughs> Wait, oh, my God. It's a, it's a short, short word, but it got a huge, huge impact. Power. Listen, a whole lot of power. power. Word with big oh. results. Yeah. Ari says there's levels to the process. Amen. Yes, there is. Look, who this beauty here? Oh, that's a gentleman. Hey, Jet. Hey, y'all, we got a gent in the building. He says, I'm not sure if this is for men, but I'm loving the dialogue. Our gents are welcome. Yes, it is for Always. the men too. Thank you for being here. We appreciate that. All right, ladies. So let's jump, because look, we could be talking about this one topic all night long. But if y'all are enjoying this, please stay tuned for gym class. Our diamonds will be teaching. We got special guests coming to teach. If you're interested in teaching a gym class, make sure that you reach out to us on diamondwriters.com slash contact because gym class is kicking off later this month or early November. We got a lot of teachers. So if you want to teach or just be taught, make sure that you register. And make sure you like, comment, and share this on YouTube or Facebook. Share the link for the podcast. We're on Spotify, Applecast. So if you if you like what you hear today, share the share the blessing share. to somebody else so they so that they can be encouraged. Share some of these quotes and tag the Diamond Writer page as well. Thank you for that, Mel. So I want to I want to transition and talk about the pressure to conform. Y'all know this is a huge sore spot for me. I deal with this all the time. And again, to our gems and gents, we're not just talking about entrepreneurship and business ownership. We're talking about any element or facet of life where people are trying to get you to conform, whether it's your parenting style, your style, the way you carry yourself, the way you live, if you're single and everybody say you need to be married now and trying to encourage you to settle, whatever it is, the pressure of conformity. Let's let's dive into that. I'm gonna come to you first, Tiff. Let's talk about the pressure to conform and define social expectations. Um, well, I just want to say for a long time I did conform, I gave in to the pressure mm -hmm. and was unhappy, you know, because I would I've been told like sometimes I'm too loud for certain spaces. I'm too bright. I'm too, I'm too what insert whatever it is. And mm -hmm. so all that did was cause me to shrink myself, lower my voice, and dim my light. Mm -hmm. So 
pushing back against that now has has helped me. And I say I said earlier today that finding a space like the Diamond Writers has helped me to be able to do so because it it allowed me to be safe and expressive and be who I am without mm -hmm. judgment. So that's the first thing you have to do is you have to release the pressure of being judged. Like first of all, let it go. Like anybody can have an opinion or a thought on what it is that you're doing or how you're doing something or whatever it is. But until they're actually in your shoes, walking your life and whatever it is, what they're saying is irrelevant, you know, and some of it may come from the kindness of heart and someone's best interest. But if the message isn't delivered properly or, or the person who's supposed to be receiving the message isn't open to receiving that message, then you're just talking on deaf ears. You know, right. so all of it, it falls under the pressure of fitting in and being sometimes liked or accepted or whatever it is. And you just mm -hmm. got to be you. Your your village will find you. Just be you because you'll end up forcing yourself to sit in a box in an area that you're now uncomfortable in because that's not where you're supposed to be. That you're part. not supposed to be there like that. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I so needed that. Thank you for that. I so you have no idea how how confirming that was. I'm gonna come over to you, Danielle. The pressure of conformity. Um, I've never been good at it. Mm. I've never been good at it. Um, and my friend that's actually on here, Shalana, can attest to it. I've always gotten negative feedback. Um about my demeanor because people tend to judge me based on a facial expression or you know i came in and didn't say hi right or you know things of that nature and um i've had these discussions with people very close and they're like the people who are for you are for you they'll see past that mm -hmm. they'll learn the person that you are and so mm -hmm. when i would try to overextend myself and call myself being more pleasant it felt mm -hmm. fake Mm. You know, it, it didn't feel like me being my genuine self. Mm -hmm. And so um, I've never been good at it, even at work. Mm. It's a good and a bad thing for me right now. And I'm brown. It's a good mm. and a bad thing for me right now. You know, so, um, but what I find is when I'm true to myself, things always work out for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even at work. There's that one person who sees me and understands where I'm coming from and knows that it's not ill will or ego, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. when people are for you, you don't need to conform. They'll appreciate the person you are and the value you bring. Mm -hmm. They'll see past it. And so I I, I, it's been my struggle, but not my struggle, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's been theirs, not mine. <laughs> and some people will call that like, rebellious or rogue or we we no longer put the positive on that really i like to call that authentic self-aware like i don't have to conform i don't have to comply with who you want me to be like tiff said my entire life tina you too loud you too bright you too new york you too it's always your two and i thankfully i never wanted to conform i actually created a disposition that i intentionally buck against the system. Y'all know that. I say that in every episode. I say that in every diving meeting. 
we ain't doing it the way they do it because I intentionally make sure that nothing I do is parallel or consistent or compliant with what the world does or social norms or social media or you know pop culture. It is my life's mission to do the complete opposite of what they do because I don't like anything that takes away authenticity and individuality. I literally despise it. And so conformity is not for me at all. Y'all know. Y'all already know. But I'm going to come to you, Mel. I see your face. Like, I'm going to come over to you. Because uh, I'm just like, Danielle was Danielle was talking. And in my head, I was like, because she's talking about her facial expressions. Like, I get it all the time. Like, and the funny thing is, I get told a whole lot. And I hear it all the time. And at first, I used to be offended. And I, I'll tell you what to say. I used to be offended. I used to be, like, really self-conscious. Like, well, and then my response changed. So I get told all the time that I that I look intimidating. Mm. And so I've come to realize that sometimes my response is no, I don't look intimidating. You are intimidated. There is a difference. Like don't deflect your intimidation on me. Right. That you're intimidated. I don't look intimidating. Right. Um, so that you know, if you that's on you. I'm not going to, as she would say, like I, I'm out a lot with like the industry i'm in i'm always out in the public and they're like well you need to smile more and, and i'm like i do but i'm not gonna sit here and look like a cheshire cat all night to make <laughs> you comfortable <laughs> like like i'm not gonna do that like right. to make you to make you more at ease or you more comfortable because because me being a strong female makes you uncomfortable that's that's on you that's personal and i feel like as women as women of color we're supposed to, it's like, it's our job to make you make feel comfortable. comfortable. That part. Absolutely not. That's not my job. My job is not to yeah. make you comfortable. Mm -hmm. My job is to be who I am. And it's, mm -hmm. it's up to you to decide whether or not you want to take the time to get to know me beyond your beyond yourself. Because mm -hmm. some mm -hmm. people only want to know you for self. Mm -hmm. That's it. And so yeah. if you don't, if they, if you don't fit into what their perception of how you should be for them works, then it, then it's like, well, it's a problem. And I'm like, I'm not the right. one for that. I've never, as like Natima, I've never been the one to want to be the norm and fit in. I don't, I, I'm to the point where I don't even like my clothes. I like, I, and it, I've, I've gone outside and seen somebody in like a shirt that I have. And I'd be like, oh, let me get somebody. I, I don't want, I, I don't want to look like, or be like Seriously. anybody else. Like I don't mm -hmm. want to shop at the same stores that everybody shops at. I don't. I just don't want to. I don't want to feel like I feel like I have to be a certain way to be accepted or to fit mm -hmm. in or to mm -hmm. blend in. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like you know I have to talk a certain way. You know, we from us New Yorkers. We talk with our hands, and I'm like, listen, it's who I am. I mean, I yeah. and not to say that you shouldn't grow. There are things that, of course, with growth and development that you should change. And saying, right. well, that's who I am is not an excuse. There are things you should. But I'm not right. going to change because it makes you because because you think that right. I should change. Um, and then the crazy part is the diamond writers as a whole are like defying social expectations because we are a group of women of color and we're not on here throwing shade, we're not fighting, we're not calling just out our names, we not your baby daddy was my baby fault. We're not doing all that. And so people are like, what do you mean? Like y'all are black a bunch of black women that get along right not, like and so for right. some, some people that it's not entertaining enough right and i'm like well that's okay because then this ain't for you 
This ain't for you. <laughs> please tune off. <laughs> and please retract your application. Like this ain't right. what we do. But it's crazy that it's crazy that because we are drama free, and because we are not fitting into what society says we should look like as as African, or not acting the way we sh- we act as women of color should act, right. then it's We're not like, demeaning you know, ourselves. This right. is this isn't good. Right. Who dare you? Or it's not gonna last, or it's not real, or you know, and it's and again, it's not to say that we're perfect. No, we have disagreements, but we respectfully disagree. And if somebody having a moment, have your moment, and then come back when you over your moment. But like you said, the integrity and the foundation is built on sisterhood and respect um, and collaboration. And Mel, you said something so key about you know not conforming, and Tiff said it earlier. When people are like, oh, you're too this, you're too that. I posted this a couple of weeks ago, realizing when people say that to me, what they're, what that translate is, I don't like how comfortable you are being yourself. Mm. That's literally, when anyone says to you, you're too this, you're too that, it's, the, it's literally them saying, <laughs> I don't like how confident you are as yourself because I'm out here trying to be somebody I'm not. I'm out here trying to be Cardi. And, and you know what I'm saying? Whoever else is trending, I don't even know the new chick. What's her name? Gorilla, girl, Glorilla, whatever. You out here trying to be everybody but you. And when you come in contact or you encounter somebody who's authentically themselves, unapologetically themselves, you're bothered. And so you have to then throw shade. You have to then tell them, oh, well, you should be more like this. No, no, you should be more like that. I'm cool being Tima. Light skin, loud Tima from Queens. This is who you finna get. You getting her in corporate. You getting her as a diamond leader. You getting her on Facebook. You getting her as a Maya mama. You getting this same version of her. Okay, this is this is who you getting. And guess what? People have learned to love and accept me as I am. So get comfortable with being who you are and watch everything around you change. Jessica, I want to give you an opportunity to jump in on this good pressure to conform for me i'm like total opposite of everybody i never wanted to be the, the spotlight so i will always just give it oh you like that movie you like that song okay me too you know and i do self-esteem issue. i never wanted to be greater than the people i was around but then i had to realize wow. what kind of people am i around that want me to dim my light. So once I did an evaluation of circles, I had to start eliminating some people from those circles and realize that my light is supposed to shine and that the people on it should be shining even brighter so that I can have something to achieve and strive for. So mm-hmm. I did of my self-worth and I knew that I was good enough, I didn't have to conform to what they wanted. But the problem with that was the backlash. Oh, you acting different now. Why are you funny acting? Why are you changing up? Why you don't want to do this? Why you don't want to do that? Because I done set boundaries in my life and I realized who I am and now I know what I want and I'm okay with that. Now that you're not okay with it, now you're uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do me <laughs> and be happy with me and then those that are around me are the ones who do not. Mm. So circle is smaller, it's more of quality than quantity. Come on. 
Listen. All day quality over that time. Part. Listen. <laughs> somebody said I heard I was having a con I have two two comments. One is I was having a conversation about something and somebody said to me, I was talking to somebody like about growth and, and how you succeed in advance and things like that. Somebody said to me, if you are in a nutshell, if you are like the strongest person in your circle, you need to change your circle. Facts. Because at the end of the day, if everybody around you is down here and you up here. Who's who's gonna push you? Who's gonna pull you up to be like, come on? So they was like, if you are, if you are the strongest person in your circle, you need to reevaluate your circle. Period. And I Period. was like, and that's something. It was like, yep. Let me change who's around me because maybe I'm stuck right here because the people attached to me can go no further than where I am. Mm-hmm. So I gotta change. But then, mm-hmm. um, some I, I lost my tr- oh, we was talking about conforming in society, and you was like, everybody out here trying to be like Megan and this and that. Again, I have a lot of these conversations. This is why I be getting my, my, my content for these shows. But <laughs> I was talking, we were talking about like people who are out here trying to like conform or structure their lives based off of like these reality TV stuff. And like they're this is like their their Bibles, like they're watching this stuff and they want to be this and they want these relate and this is what they want. And I'm like, do y'all realize that you are trying to make you are trying to formulate your real life off of scripted TV? That part. Like reality TV is not real. Like they get to they get to call cut, they get to do retakes, they get to they get scripts, people get implanted, they get to decide who they want to put in what scene and who they don't want to take in what scene. And then after they're done, they go back in and they be like, We didn't like that scene, let's take that out, let's put these together, and then boom, here yeah, this is. I'm like, y'all watch y'all watch a show for 45 minutes to an hour that it took them five days to record. And they should be focusing on why they're so disconnected from reality that they look into this for guidance. And I'm like, you were trying to make you real life decisions off of scripted TV. Like you might as well you might as well turn on Looney Tunes and decide you want to run around the house and (laughs) bop people over the head with a mallet because it's no more real (laughs) than what you watch on TV. For real. You want to you want to have fashion that they have you want to wear the clothes that they have you want to do all that and guess what they pay for half of that stuff it's either part of wardrobe or somebody gave it to them so that they could wear it to promote it but you out here can't pay your rent because you don't went outside and spent eight hundred dollars on some shoes because you want to be like the people on tv they don't even pay for the house that they live in no in the process <laughs> stop yep, trying to in the house it's like if you won't conform, can you conform? Can you conform to to, to re- real life stuff? Like, stop trying to right. conform to fictitious, made up situations. They you'll never, you'll never get there. <laughs> right. It's impossible. And the crazy thing is, like, dreams and goals and opportunities are not one size fits all. And mm-hmm. so, when you are out here faking and being someone else or trying to emulate someone else's life, you rob yourself of the opportunities and the doors that God is trying to open for you because you're not even in position to walk through. You over here knocking on the door for Melanie when God is like literally leaving you the key at your door. It's sitting under the mat and that door stays closed your entire life because you were so busy standing at somebody else's door. And I'm not even talking celebrity comparison. I'm talking regular everyday people that you scroll past on social media and you're like, oh, her life is so great, I want her life. 
stay in your life, stay present in your life because you do not know one, what it's costing that person to be who they are, to have what they have, to live what they're living. You have no clue what they've been through. And then you don't know what's in store for you. Stay present in your own life so that you get what's for you. Some of the, 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 the top comedians and you know some of these trending influencers literally are famous, most of them. Some of them are gimmick, but a lot of them are famous because they've been their authentic selves. Tabitha Brown has been Tabitha Brown mm -hmm. from seven, eight years ago. You're seeing her notoriety now. You're seeing her fame now. But go back to YouTube almost like eight years ago. She's been consistently herself. And that's what opened doors for her. Same thing with the girl B. Simone. She's been the same person this entire time. And then she got noticed because she was being her authentic self. We got enough fakes and phonies out here. We don't need no more of them. There's only one of you. And that's what the world needs. You have no idea what's in you. You might be looking for the thing that's in the mirror. So my dang, I just wish it was somebody out here doing this. That's you. Right. Mm -hmm. We are not looking for something that don't exist. That's you. They can't, they can't mm -hmm. handle the pressure. They can't. Oh, you out here looking for something that don't <laughs> exist. There's so many people out here that want the pot of gold and they so busy looking for a leprechaun. Like they walking you, past the gold. Walking past the gold because you're looking for the leprechaun. Like the leprechaun is not coming. Mm -mm. Stop looking for that. Like we are, mm -mm. we just we so caught in this fictitious image of what is that we are missing the tools, the the paths, the things to actually get us what we want. But we want it. Exactly. So they said the leprechaun will bring us up. Okay, well do me a favor. You sit right there and wait for the leprechaun. And when he come, when you find him, let me know. Right. Okay. And by the yeah, time you right. find him, I'm gonna be I, I'm gonna be the moved on and went and figured out what I need to do to get it. While you still out looking for the leprechaun instead of doing the work, to get the I'm down at the bank and they over there at the at the end of the rainbow. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> you you oh, trying to? Oh, okay. You trying to get to the, even that? You trying to find the end of the rainbow to get to the leprechaun? Okay. Good yeah, luck. Okay. Have can I just add in, can I just yeah. add in really quickly? While we're off watching somebody else or looking to emulate somebody else, we have to also remember that there is a possibility and a likelihood that somebody is looking at us, wanting to emulate us. And that what is it that we want them to emulate? Do we want them to emulate the copy of what it is I'm copying or do they, we want to give them an opportunity to see our true authentic selves and then be able to live within their own true authentic self by saying, Hey, this person stepped out on the ledge and they just did them. That means I might be able to do it too. But if everybody's sitting here just copy pasting whatever they see on TV or social media, whatever it is, we just gonna run around like what they what, what they call them in that movie, the mean girls, the plastics. We yeah. all just gonna the mean girls sitting here talking about you can't sit with us and on Wednesdays we wear pink. <laughs> Listen, some <laughs> Tuesday, but y'all get what I'm saying. You know that's so true. That's so that's so good. That was so good. The diamond writers are so important because we are different. We are setting the stage, you know, and we are given every one of us in this group gives our authentic self. We are not copycats, but when we put together, we're a force to be reckoned with. You know, I love that. When we go out there, 
you're going to see us as individuals, but we work so well as a team. And then we go out and help these women heal, grow, learn, identify who they really are. I mean, that's what it did for me. It opened up the door to allow me to be me. Finally, after 39 years, I finally was able to accept who I was, love who I was, love who I am, and be comfortable with it, okay with it, secure enough in it, that now I'm ready to go out here and shine and allow other women to do the same thing. Yes. Kind of groups and gatherings like this in the typical ghetto, you know, controversy, baby mama drama. There's none of that here. It's a safe place. It's an opportunity for you to grow, to learn, to to be you. Mm-hmm. And to your story, the so many are going through the same thing but they don't have no they don't have no trust they got homegirls but they homegirls ready to go tell their story to somebody else and gossip about it we're here to help you you know so shameless plug sign up we got an interest meeting (laughs) (laughs) but we need more opportunity for women to have these to go in and know are and be okay and the crazy that's part right. was just gonna say that's right, Jay. You gotta talk about that. Yes. Listen, where are my diamonds at? Y'all drop in the comments for me. They in there. Diamondwriters.com backslash become a diamond. Make sure y'all help me okay. out. Jessica just testified. Okay. Jessica but just testified. Tip was saying something, and I like when she was talking about this conforming. I'm like, that's the crazy part about it is. You conform and conform and conform and conform and conform so much. At some point, you're gonna forget who you are. Mm-hmm. Like at some point, where do we find you? Because you didn't you didn't conform and conform and conform and conform so much that how much of you is actually left? Right. You become you become this simulated version of, of, <laughs> of, of yourself. And it's like, how can you find how can you find yourself if you have no idea who you are? Right. Right. You got to go back through life, picking up all the pieces that you ripped Start off and put somebody else in that place. It's like on social media, when people share the memes, you could tell they cut and pasted from other people's pages. And so mm-hmm. from the original to the version that you see on your timeline, it looked like it done been through some things. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. pretty much how we look. Like, so far from the original. So yes. far from the first version of it that by the time it gets to you, it's like, what 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 was this supposed to say? What was this supposed to look like mm-hmm. 12 shares ago? You right. know, we were coming to America. What's your favorite color? Whatever color you like. What's your favorite <laughs> this? Whatever you like. What what like you have no you just have no idea, like no time. <laughs> Bark like a dog. It's true. Like you, if you really oh, sure. like, let's take music for instance. It's it's literally like whatever you like. Because I promise you, if I, I don't listen to the radio, 
But if I turn on the radio and listen to it for 30 minutes, 20 of those 30 minutes is going to sound like the same song. And it's going to be six different songs. Or six, mm-hmm. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to sound like the same thing. Why? Yeah, yeah. Because it was like, oh, that worked? I'll do that. What, yeah. what kind of music do you like? Whatever music gonna make me money. <laughs> what kind of music? Do you like? Right. <laughs> Radio. That's it. It's, it's just no, you have no idea who you are, what no. you're trying to say, what statement you're trying to make. You have no idea what you have no idea what you talk all the time and have no idea what your voice sounds like. Right. Exactly. Just as Come long. On, <laughs> True. Just that word. Hold up. True That's a hashtag. <laughs> Ouch. Right. Hashtag truth hurts. Ouch. Damn. I no felt idea that. what your voice is. It's a long one, but it's a valid one. <laughs> you talk all the time. If that cuts you. Stay for the next topic because we are going to stitch you right back up. If you just got cut by mail, don't be bitter and leave. Don't be mad and leave. Stay because we're going to stitch you right up. So, look, ladies, we had two more topics, but we don't have enough time for both. So we're going to just get into this one because y'all heard my bedtime alarm just went on. Y'all listen, if y'all so savage, y'all know the team will go to bed like an old lady, okay? <laughs> but we're going to fit in. Maybe we could try to do both in one really quick, but let's definitely get to this next one. Um, the pressure to be perfect. Ignoring the opinions and expectations of others. Oh boy. And it kind of goes along with conforming but just in a different way. You know, some of us are strong enough not to conform to what social norms say we should be or what pop culture says, popular culture says we should be. But sometimes we fall to the, the opinions of our loved ones, our family members, our friends, our boot thing, right? We try to be who they want us to be. We try to be perfect in all of these different ways. We want to be the perfect mother, the perfect girlfriend, the perfect wife, the perfect employee. It's, it's not realistic and it does create a lot of pressure. So I want to talk about that. I'm going to come to you first, Danielle, because we ain't heard from you, from you in a minute. Tell <laughs> us about that, the pressure to be perfect. How does that show up for you? Um, the one thing that I can really identify when it comes to that is at work. Um, I tend to hold myself to a certain standard at work that I, I find others mm-hmm. don't. And I find myself in this place of I'm doing everything right. You know, I know my regs. I know how this applies. I just need to get them on board. And you're met with all this resistance. Meanwhile, I've crossed all my T's. I've dotted all my I's. And it's gotten me nowhere but frustrated (laughs) and stuck (laughs) doing it myself most often because I can't get them to cooperate. And then who looks bad when it's not done? So right. I found that what we were talking about before, finding my own voice in it. And I no longer go to them and try to do it the perfect or right way in their eyes. I do it my way so I know it's done correctly. Mm-hmm. I don't have to deal with chasing them around, mm-hmm. right? I'm, I'm no longer under that pressure to conform to how they think it should get done. I've gotten mm-hmm. comfortable with myself so that I don't have to focus on that anymore. Right, being your own authority. I know that's right. So that's, that's right. right. Job done. I can I can I no longer right. be concerned with you lacking. Mm. Can't pick it up. Right. <laughs> Tiff, I'm gonna come over to you. That that pressure to be perfect. So it's reminding me of one of the the topics that I speak on, which is imposter syndrome. 
And for me, my biggest imposter is the superwoman. Like I have mm-hmm. to do everything because if I don't do it, it's not going to be done right. It's not. And so I, I put that on myself. Nobody else did. I did. And then when I fall short of being perfect, now I am criticizing and ridiculing and being my own harshest critic, beating my own self down. And now I got to build myself back up. You see, there's a pattern here with this Phoenix thing. I really do live and breathe this, you know. And so giving into other people's opinions and expectations actually for me comes after I done set my own individual goals and expectations that sometimes seem too high, too too glorious for me to go for. Like I I have to fall back sometimes. You know, I have arguments and, and conversations with my husband and he's like, first of all, everything doesn't need to be a win-lose thing with you. I always gotta win because I gotta be right. And releasing that perfection and that need to be perfect has been something that I've been working on for many years. And there's some days I I win and there's some days that I don't, but we have to overall give our own selves grace when we, when we get into those mindsets of being perfect, whether it's trying to be perfect for ourselves or for somebody Mm -hmm. else, all you Mm -hmm. have to do is actually do your best. And that's That's all anybody actually wants. Right. I love that. I'm gonna come over to you, Mel. Um, I mean, this topic is like near and dear to me. I mean, it's it, it's it's a good sixty percent of my chapter in Beneath the Crown. Mm-hmm. Um, this whole desire or feeling the need to be perfect, Patty, as I called it, um, and like that, you just have to have everything together all the time, and like you can't go let people know that you're struggling or suffering Mm -hmm. and it's a very lonely and difficult place to be in to try to Mm -hmm. live up to try to be something that you physically can never be Mm -hmm. there's only there was only one perfect being and he got put on the cross Mm -hmm. and put in the tomb so right any of us can get killed today lay down and get up in three days then let's talk about perfection because that's other than that, I don't know. I don't. I know of no other perfect being. Right. And we right. are we are striving for something that is impossible. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, you literally will drive yourself crazy because mm-hmm. you're trying to obtain something that no matter what you do, no matter mm-hmm. how much you do, you will never, oh, ever, ever obtain it. Nope. Nope. Not. There is no such thing as perfection. Mm-mm. It doesn't exist. Nope. And you fool yourself mm-hmm. into thinking that it's possible. Right. So what happens is you become perfect at hiding the truth of what's really happening. So you can become very good at that. You'll be right. perfect. But then it's like, are you really perfect? You've presented a perfect version of yourself. Right. And that's a version. Because you, you presented a perfect representative. Mm-hmm. Exactly the persona, right? Oh, my representative is flawless. Don't mm-hmm. get it. My representative is flawless. Mm-hmm. I promise you, you don't want to be around her, but for so long, mm. she's super plastic. 
Wow. Artificial. Because wow. Every, everything that is imperfect about her, she has to hide. Wow. And I'm like, that 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 literally is what that that striving for perfection and that, you know, taking on everyone else's opinions and everyone else's expectations. Every time you take on somebody else's expectations, you give away a piece of yourself. That part. Every time you take on someone else's opinions of what they think you should be, you give away a piece of yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So eventually, you can become this perfect image, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Like Barbie dolls are perfect, right? Mm -hmm. But even a Barbie doll, you can only move. She can only move but so many ways. Her arms only go but so many ways. Her legs only go but so many ways. Her head, there's only but so much movement that Barbie right. doll can do. Right. If and guess what? If you move her leg too far the wrong way, it will pop out of socket. Pop out. <laughs> if you mm -hmm. move, her, it'll pop out. Mm -hmm. So you it's like you you can you can falsely create this image of perfection. But unfortunately, mm -hmm. living in that of perfection, if you do anything outside of those parameters, you're going to pop your arm out of socket. Yep. Yep. It don't work. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I had, to, I, unfortunately for me, I had to learn it the hard way. Because the pressure of trying to be perfect was too much for me. And I was like, I'm over it. I'm out. Mm -hmm. I, don't be in them. I can't do it. Because it's, it's an unfair expectation that you put on yourself. And when you can't reach that expectation, mm -hmm. it, it does it breaks a piece of you. Mm -hmm. And if you keep breaking a piece of you, eventually you're gonna you're going to crumble. And if you mm -hmm. keep trying, that's what's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that 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 striving for perfection thing, we gotta we gotta get that over. The most perfect really the same, the wrong thing is yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's actually the wrong thing. I tell people all the time, you're not struggling with perfection. You're struggling with pride. That's not perfection. That That's pride that you're dealing with. Because, you know what I'm saying? When you, when you accept who you are and, you know, this whole self-love thing, right? Again, y'all know I can't stand trans. Ugh. Okay, <laughs> but I'm here for love. I'm, I'm here for it if it's authentically what you desire. But if you just posted it because you've seen everybody else post it. Anyway, um... When you really love yourself and you're really sure of yourself, the greatest parts of you are the flaws, right? The greatest parts of, because if you think of anything that makes us unique, it's that one thing that doesn't look like what other people have. And since there's no perfect person, what makes them unique is that one thing about them, whether it's something they do well or a little bit okay, or just don't do well at all. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm a, a Latin Caribbean and I can't dance like that. I don't dance well, it's, but I have a damn good time no matter where I go because I'm okay with myself. When I was growing up, I used to try so hard to be the best version of myself for everybody. And what it did was it created that as an expectation. Everybody expected me to keep it together. Everybody. So when I had a weak season and I had a broken season, people didn't know what to do with me. They was like, what the hell? What the hell? I don't know what to do with you. Like you're always together. You're always together. strong. You're always playing. You know, you always have a plan. You always know what you want to do. You always have a direction. You always have a goal. I don't know what to do with you. And so I realized I have to show people the hurt, broken, ugly parts of me just as often as I show them the put together, well-organized parts of me. Because the two of them is who makes me who I am. 
And I realized it was pride. It was never the desire to be perfect. It was, I didn't want people to see me like this. I didn't want people to see me naked. I didn't want people to see me ugly. I didn't want people to see me vulnerable. And so I would always show, oh yeah, I got it together. I don't need that. I don't need help. I don't need this. I don't need that. And what I did, folks was like, well, I don't know what to do for you because you're usually always so, you know what I'm saying? You always got it together. Um, and so again, if that's you, that's pride, sis. Let that go. Pray about that. But Jessica, I want to come to you and then we got to wrap this thing up. Um, Just to piggyback off of what Mel was saying about your representative. So like in my chapter, can you hear me now? I speak of myself as being my representative. And I was that person for so long because I was so worried about other people's opinions until I realized that opinions are just like assholes. You know, everybody got them. So <laughs> once I realized that and started focusing on me, I could care less of how you feel, what your expectations were, your opinion of me, how I looked, how I talked, how I dressed. I didn't care no more because now I was comfortable with me and that's all that mattered. So you can keep your opinion, your expectations, and I'm still gonna do it. But I think the areas I struggled with was being a mom, being a teacher, and and being a wife, you know, because people always ask what they think they look like, what a mother looks like, what a teacher looks like, what a wife looks like. And once right. I stop listening to your opinion and the way you your life to start doing me and saying, as for me in this house, this is how we're gonna do stuff. Right. I worried about my happiness and what I could handle and what worked for me and my and what worked for me and my students and what worked for me. And that was and that's what I focused on. So you can keep your opinion and have your expectations. But I'm still gonna do that's right. Period. As my little cousin say, period. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. Look, I know we ran out of time. I did want to talk about the pressure to connect and building a supportive network. Y'all know how important that is to me to have community. Um, but you know, I don't. Y'all know I don't like the show to go over too much. But if you could quickly, in two minutes, talk about the pressure to connect and really building a healthy community, a healthy network around you. Um, I think sometimes we have the expectation that we got to stay connected to people we grew up with and we got to connect with family on a regular basis. But if they're not healthy, let their asses go. Especially if you have goals and things you want to do with your life, you need to be reaching forward. I, I'm a big proponent of people have three different directions they need to, to reach out to. You need to reach behind you pull up those young sisters, bring them up to where you are, teach them, train them, coach them, groom them. You need to reach out next to you to them sisters, your peers, you know what I'm saying? Really iron sharpen iron, like lean on one another, but you really need to be reaching forward. You need to reach toward the women that are in front of you that are doing the things you wanna do with your life. And if there is anybody around you who is stagnant, hating, discouraging, negative, let they ass go. I don't care how long you've known them. How I don't care if y'all grew up together, used to bathe together at the East Egg hunts together. Let them go. 
get you a network of women, a community of friends that are going to support you and champion you, that are going to check you when you're being petty and childish and selfish, that are going to inspire you when you're too afraid to do something. That's going to say, no, sis, you could do that. You got this. That, that you got this. Can they hear you now? Use your voice. Like those are the type of people you need to be connecting to. So I'm going to literally go as my screen shows me. I'm going to come to you first, Mel. And Mel, as you share with them the pressure to connect, can you also drop them your final thought? Give them a gem before we go. Got you. Um, the pressure to connect. Uh, I'm just going to pick back on what Tina said. Um, I feel like we need to we need to treat the connections in our life the way we treat our tangible connections. So if you have internet connection, you have an internet provider, and your internet provider is not letting you connect what you need to do, guess what you do? You cancel that subscription. You find you somebody else. If you got a cell phone plan, and every time you pick up, your calls is dropping, and you can't get your text, guess what do you do? You don't stick with that plan. You need to get a new plan. We need to do that with the connections in our lives. So if yes. people around you are not connecting you and extending your extending your reach and every you know what I'm saying? Your call's not going through it. I don't mean you physically calling them, but the calls that you have on your life are not going through and you can't search mm. the web about what you need to do because they're not connecting you to the right people. Guess what? It's time to get new subscriptions. Let them go. They got to go. They got to go. What is your final gem, sis? What's, the, what's your final thought for the good people? Ooh. My final thought is, listen, pressure makes diamonds. Pressure is needed. It is a requirement for growth. Don't run from it. Push through it. Okay. Yes. If you feel in the pressure, if you feel under pressure, that means you are going through the process. And if you out here with no pressure, then maybe you need to check yourself and figure out what you're not doing right. Because you're probably doing something you ain't supposed to do. Mm. <laughs> that part. That's that part. Is. Thank you, MV Pan. I'm going to come to you, Jessica. What, the pressure to connect. What advice would you give folks for building a support network? And then give them your final thought, your gym. Connections. Do not connect yourself to people who drain you. Not let yourself be the brightest light in the circle. So continue to reach, continue to strive, and let go of those things that are holding you back. You know, it's mm. like the, there's branches, there's leaves, there's roots. The roots are here to stay. The branches sway and the leaves are there to grow, you know, to flow mm -hmm. away. So decide on who those people are in your life. Are they the roots? Are they the branches? Or are they the leaves? Once mm -hmm. you make a decision, start doing some pruning and focus on your growth. Um, mm -hmm. My gem will be tonight. Don't let pressure break you, but let it shape you. Because mm -hmm. what you you're going to have to change and you're going to have to mold yourself into something that you never thought would ever be. And once you realize the possibilities are endless where God can take you. Oh, that's good. Oh, I like that. Tiff, I'm going to come to you because of building a um, support network, pressure to connect, and then a gym. So the pressure to connect, um, have multiple groups. You know, have have different resources that you can draw from in order to to keep yourself elevated and make sure in at least one person in all of those groups is not afraid to call a spade a spade. Like when you tripping, yet your true 
people that are there for you for your benefit are gonna be like, yeah, you tripping. You really need to to check yourself um, and get realigned back with who it is that you're supposed to be. If you all have a bunch of yes men or yes women around you, and nobody ever lets you know that you're doing the most, and and not like we were talking before, but like, yeah, you. You sitting here talking about you supposed to be living in your purpose and I don't see you doing that. Like, that's what I mean. Somebody who's going to check you on that and understand that each and every day that you open your eyes and you wake up, you have a chance to be reborn into your true self, to live in your purpose, to strive under the pressure and just keep going for it. You, the only person who can stop you is you. Everybody yeah. else, you can just bulldoze right over them, especially if you have those networks that i'm sitting here talking about because your real team gonna help you and they're gonna help you get to where you want to be because they want to see you grow and they want to lift you up and you should be the same to somebody else mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what's your final gem wait 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 what's your gem what's your gem my final gem my final gem is um wow Pressure do make diamonds, but you know what? Don't don't be afraid to be an imperfect diamond. Mm. It's okay. Yeah. You know, it's those imperfections that make us unique. Yep. That part. Danielle, I'm gonna come to you, sis. Our newbie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think my biggest pressure to connect was at the loss of my mom because in that moment I lost everything in a day. And I felt wow. this pressure to look to people that I thought would have been there. And my biggest lesson in that was to believe the action, to believe people when they show you their act through their action. Wow. Right? Don't don't keep kind of forcing yourself into being in their presence and, and calling and being around them when they're showing you they don't have time for you or they're not interested in making sure that you're okay and not even financially, just a phone call, right? So that was my biggest lesson lesson in um, feeling the pressure to connect because I felt so lost and alone. Mm -hmm. And so the biggest takeaway I had was my biggest supporters were right, right by me and I had only known them a few months. My friends from college that I'm friends with till this day. So you just mm -hmm. never know how God is going to align people mm -hmm. that you would never think to look to to be your support, to be that connect, to be that one push, that one person that gives you that push or that gem that helps you look at things differently and help you push mm -hmm. through whatever it is you're going through. Mm -hmm. Right. So just to kind of piggyback off Tiffany, I, as she right before she said it, I wrote the imperfections the imperfections of, of what I experienced because I had an idea when my mom died. I'm like, I'll have this person. I can turn to this person. And when mm -hmm. I realized that wasn't it, it mm -hmm. really made me, it made me more aware that my biggest supporters, my biggest connect are people who aren't even bloodline. Mm -hmm. Those are the people who show up for me. Mm -hmm. You know, th those are the people who support me and mm -hmm. check in on me you know i do have family because i don't want people on here thinking i'm not <laughs> i'm talking bad about them but no really that was my biggest biggest takeaway like just trust mm -hmm. the people are showing you don't don't look any deeper than what you're seeing with your own eyes mm -hmm. and your biggest imperfections are we're going to make you the biggest the best person that you're going to be 
I receive people that. Gonna, people gonna see that value right away, but you will with time. You gotta trust mm-hmm. the process. Like we've been saying, you know, this whole hour, we gotta trust the process and push through it. Yeah. Absolutely. That is so good. That is so good. Well, listen, this has been an amazing episode. I've enjoyed having you ladies and talking with you guys uh, or with you gals, you you gems, you diamonds. Um, I guess my final thought is, you know, for it, it actually goes along with relationships and things like don't be offended when someone cannot reach out. It's really important to me about connections that we give people their space and give them their their room to grow, to heal, to hurt. Sometimes we get so offended and we sever relationships with really dope people because we were in our feelings. Instead of saying, hmm, maybe this person is going through something. This is not their track record. They usually don't ignore me. They usually wouldn't, you know what I'm saying, not speak to me. But if they didn't, I wonder what they're going through. I wonder what they might be facing or carrying. So it's not always about you. Make sure that when you are connected to someone and not attached, there's a difference between connection and attachment. That's a whole nother episode. But when you're truly connected with someone, don't sever the relationship until you are sure that that's what you're supposed to do and that there's valid reasons for it other than you being offended or in your feelings. And so that's all I want to say. Don't miss out on dope folks because you mad, okay? Stay connected with those you're supposed to and then let the rest go. And until next time, ladies, what do we say? What is the line? Y'all continue Continue to hustle and and shine. Good night, everybody. Thanks for coming in. Good night. Good night.